0: on this week's Brett the process podcast we have like i said one of our top 13 guests that we've ever had before and we actually see if rufus ever listens to the podcast or ever remembers any of our guests spoiler alert he doesn't we talk basketball restart baseball trends in this shortened season and rufus actually gives some golf picks so hopefully we get this posted in time for there to be any kind of value from those golf picks and so with that let's start the process
1: Bet bet, 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 bet the process. Bet, bet, bet the process. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Bet the process. It's not that typical cookie cutter nonsense. If you came just for pics, you're in the wrong place. Find a town with the narrative to make a strong case. Instead of blindly assuming a team must be tanking. We're looking for the edge of massy Peabody rankings. Crunching all the numbers in a simulated system that break down the data analytically driven media coverage. Of
1: sports gambling is
0: Welcome to the latest episode of the Bet the Process podcast where we're joined by probably at least one of our 13 favorite guests, Preston Johnson, the sports cheetah. I don't even name, know if we can name 13 guests we've ever had. Can you name them, Rufus? There's no chance you can.
1: You know, I feel like I probably could, but I wouldn't want to. No, I want
0: to hear if you can. I, w- I wouldn't want to be disrespectful can. to the no, people I, I feel like legitimately so I'm going hear, to you can could. Preston, what's the over-under on how many of our guests he can name? think nine and a half can you name double digits i mean how many have we okay even had i'll double take the under guests? i'll take the under on that just so we have something on this okay for 500 we'll 500? bet a, we'll bet a we'll hundred dollars to okay, a charity 100? of your choice or of any of the winner's choice rufus <laughs> this is gonna be the no, worst no, actually, content because it's it actually takes me, yeah, how rufus, much time does he Tyson have calls hey, awful. yeah if, how much Ruf, time if rufus have? if rufus goes over he gets to pick the charity Okay. if rufus goes under you get to pick the ch- no i
2: i win so you get to pick the charity that you donate to am i allowed to help him at all no how much time does he have officially
0: we'll give him a minute one
2: minute seconds. that's it that's tough there's, there's i, so, I would have made the so line okay we'll give those. him
0: we'll give him two minutes two minutes is fair like no one want needs to listen to this for two minutes yeah okay Start now that's okay
1: fine. we have we have cheetah we have no. roxy will Rufus is legit nervous i am nervous right now keep going don't let him talk to we you have from last week we have wait you can't say his name that's not that doesn't... you said it on the podcast last week okay fine people are like good yeah and then yeah we have um matt david al i'm slowing down here because uh i'm trying to we have um <laughs> oh man i got oh, mitch, two of this mitch sure. mitch lichman mitchell
0: yeah, right. Mitchell Lichman. That's five. You got this. That's and it's technically, it's technically Lichtman, but that's Lichtman,
1: fine. Lichtman, Lichtman. Now I'm, we've had, is that all I'm getting? No, I, I'm seriously nervous. This is awful. Yeah, I, had, finished, I had really others in my head. It's amazing head. Had, how
0: bad you are at this. I
1: had others in my head and like I literally, it's amazing they've, disappeared. How bad you are at they've this. disappeared out of my head. Yeah, and I'll now I'll just the- take the L. No, stop, Cheetah! Shut the f up! <laughs> I said You're I'll take the man. L. I don't like you- this game. Oh, we had um, we had Jennings. Right, um, that's up to six. Oh, you only need
0: you only need four more, but they can't be Canadian. Oh, they don't count. Had, if they're Canadian. We had
1: Ken Pomeroy. We had Michael Collins. Oh, he's got two more. And we had Ed Miller because Matt and Ed. No, that doesn't together. count. They're
0: on the same. They were on the <laughs> same podcast. <laughs> they are on the same podcast. It doesn't count.
2: You said how many guests? That, that, that so doesn't, he doesn't guess? count we as a guess. They're have. the same
0: person. They're they're the same person. Oh, we had um. If he can only guess oh, one oh, more, then we, it's a push. We had J- can Jeff guess two Ifra. More. Okay, fine. You Warrior. have one more. If, if this is a push right now, because the two of them count as a half. Right. If Give you, guess one more in Eleven. Like 10
1: seconds. That's 10, it. Oh, John
2: Murray. Nah. Damn man uh, Pazzola as well recently. Pazzola, yeah. Dropped
1: can't forget it was, pretty, it was
2: a
0: pretty solid line
1: my problem is i didn't have a good process at the beginning i was like i'll just work my way backwards and i was like which is
0: oh there's the timer i was like okay. i need
1: then i was like you know maybe i should go by sport
0: so How for do the record actually Cheetah, that was a pretty good line thank you i think i would have taken the over for sure nor like if we had like r- real bet but it was more fun to be rooting for the under
2: the difference was a minute to versus two minutes yeah,
0: well, the final my, t- No, if he had a minute, he, minute he was like, help.
2: yeah, no, no chance under a minute.
0: It would have been interesting if I had to do that. So
2: um, anyway, it was a so long ch- intro. I, I appreciate that.
0: So Chita, welcome to the bet the process podcast. What's going on with you right now? Like sports is reopening. Is that like, are you like firing away or are you like, I know that you were betting a little bit of preseason basketball. What was the angle
2: there? That was is similar to summer league, right? Where we you're just trying to follow along with who is going to be rostered for which teams and ultimately trying to get ahead of news based on either official news quickly, or just rumors of quotes of this guy is probably not going to be playing like say Kemba Walker in the Boston's first scrimmage or first exhibition game. Then he plays a little bit in the second game, but yeah, it was just a lot of that. There wasn't anything too nuanced to it outside of uh, just trying to get ahead of some of those moves. I will say that the, the totals were – were there was an edge early on. They were too high. Uh, and then they got to be too low, all within a three-game you know set for each team. And it just had a lot to do with, I think, how they were doing 10-minute quarters versus 12 the next two games. and So there was a little bit there. But, uh, yeah, it was fun to at least get back on the horse, right, back on the saddle, I think is the saying, and then blends right into the restart officially tomorrow with the uh, doubleheader to kick things off.
0: So I know that you are on all of the overs – What's the theory there?
2: So, yeah, I mean, we can dive into this as deep as you guys want. I I bet five of them. So, like, Thursday through Saturday, there's definitely more like uh, 11. I think there's 11 or 12 games, so I'm on not quite half of them. But there were five overs that stood out a lot. So, in general, just for people that aren't aware, uh, the overall market when these opened, say, two months ago now, was was really low. They'd adjusted them because they assumed that all these players would be on a four-plus-month layoff. It was this bubble situation where they'd be shooting on rims and on playing on courts that they had no familiarity with. And, you know, so I understood it to some degree at that point. Um, one example would be the first game tomorrow is Jazz Pelicans, right? The 10 games prior to the uh, hiatus, the, the average total for Pelicans games was 240. Now against the Jazz, who were slightly above average defensively, they're slower pace wise. That total would have been expected to be more like 235 had they met late March. They opened at 222 and it was all bet down to 220 and a half every, because every, some guys went in there and just blindly bet all the unders. Um, so is the layoff and all of this worth 15 points nearly?
0: No to way. A total? I
2: say no yeah. way. It isn't. It can't you say be. say no way? No I way. I would say no way. After seeing the actual exhibition games, these guys are playing fine. Now the starters and regular rotational guys they didn't play as many minutes as normal, um, but Kevin Pelton over at ESPN, he was tracking this pace is way up overall, very similar to the starts of regular seasons the last few years where overs have been hitting like for the first two weeks at over a 60% clip. It was very similar to that. Efficiency was down 1% on two point attempts, 1% on three point attempts. And a lot of that can just be attributed to the fact that all of the scrubs are playing in the fourth quarters, maybe fatigue early on because efficiency did increase and get better from game one to game two to, game three uh so, so what's, the what really get there, this? what's the sample size uh, each team there's numbers? 22 teams that played three games so okay be those yeah right around there the uh the, another one like just like to kind of compare this If you don't, don't think for example pelicans jazz would have been 235 in late march you can compare it to where some of these teams played that are matching up um right before the shutdown like for example houston rockets last time they met the total the market closed 237 the uh the mavericks rockets game and right now, it's and in that game, they scored 249 for what it's worth. Number one and number two offensive efficiency teams in the entire league. And you know, it was sitting 225 and a half, 226 today, still uh, because of the layoff, I guess. And people still think these rims and courts, I mean, they're not going to be able to shoot on them, even though the exhibition said it was very near what you would expect, except now pace is through the roof. Uh, so these adjustments 10 to 15 points in some of these games are just extremely, extremely drastic. And so that is why I'm on five overs. I also, for fun, maybe what Jeff was hinting at, I haven't even told many people this, but I did blindly bet every team total over very small, Um, but just the entire board. So that's probably what he was referring to as a lot of the overs, Um, but I have main positions on five of the games.
0: What are those five games?
2: Jazz Pelicans, I finally got away today. I think it's because it's the day before, but you know, we took it at like two twenty-one and it's up to two twenty-four, I believe, which is still low theoretically. Um if you're comparing it to where you know it would be had they played in March. Um then the other four are still in range for sure. That that Rockets Mavs one. Uh another one was Pacers Sixers at two eleven. Played over there. Uh, Sabonis out. Pacers, you know, over 2,100 minutes of Sabonis. They're five points better per 100 defensively with Sabonis on the floor. By far their most positive impact guy defensively. Uh, He's out for the rest of the season. You combine that the fact that now without him, they're playing at a much quicker pace. They had the, by far the biggest change in, in their pace from these three exhibition games, which, again, they're just exhibition games, but something to note. Uh, versus the Sixers lineup where they made this change where they moved, they went smaller, they moved Ben Simmons to the four, stretched the floor a little more, fewer non-shooters at one time. Al Horford can bolster the bench offensively. Shake Milton starts at point guard. He shot over 45. And he's three. honestly the best player in the NBA, right? Yeah, we watched that Clippers game when he yeah, dropped the 39. The best player in the NBA. He is at least LeBron, but probably better. So
1: that's
0: Sabonis. Well, he's like it. LeBron without all of, like, the liberal hang-ups. It's fine. It's yeah.
2: Fine. And, and then real quick, Rufus, and you can ask your question about Sabonis. So these two teams played twice in January. The total was 215 then, and that was with Sabonis playing. Um, and, you know, there, he's a better, bigger D-impact guy than he is for their offense. Uh, and it's been the case for two seasons now there. So uh, for me, 211 was low. And then the last two, real quick, uh, Spurs-Kings over 216. Uh, look at the Spurs scores from these three exhibition games. you'll laugh uh Nolo Marcus Aldridge, he opted out. he's not playing, so that's part of it. uh less ball stopping, and the Kings are gonna run with them and then Buck Celtics got your celtics action uh, that one' that one started to run match. up a little bit has it okay. yeah, it's like two eighteen now at least at least still i I'd have it at least two twenty one so that's I still think it's it's quite ahead at two eighteen. Go ahead, You asked about this.
1: Well, I was going to say I'm I'm impressed by all these statistics and the figures you're rattling off, and the Sabonis one. Well, I mean, is that something that you generate? Is that something? Well, I guess all these are, are these things that you look at after the fact to sort of give, uh, you know, after your model says, or uh, you know, if you have an edge here, or whatever. Um,
2: it's kind of just adding context to at, someone that has to talk about it, on, like on radio or or TV or whatever. Yeah, this is part of it um it's it's kind of already getting accounted for from the stuff I'm using in the player model that I have for NBA so uh it's it's just kind of trying to see like what are the like tail ends of why this could be the case and then trying to explain those to people so to kind of help them understand um but yeah Miles Turner he's like a guy similar to like Serge Ibaka years ago just blocks a lot of shots but theoretically their defense is a lot worse when he's playing center or TJ Leaf is playing center versus when Sabonis is on the floor. So uh, especially rim protection wise, when it comes to guys like Embiid and uh, Simmons that are attacking pretty regularly. That's kind of like, yeah, that's, lot,
0: that's kind of a next man up kind of thing though. Right. Cause that's sure. partially because like the, the replacement is just so bad
2: at, you know, defense. right. And what they did in, in some of these exhibitions to try to kind of manage it is they're going smaller. Like even the Spurs are doing that. They played a lot of Rudy Gay at center like 10 years ago he was playing small forward in the NBA now Rudy is playing backup center because there's no LaMarcus Aldridge anymore and so when you're naturally playing a guy that's at least just a forward max at the five you're just going to play a faster game anyway it spreads the floor it's actually more efficient offensively like Rudy Gay can shoot threes and he's your center uh, you're not getting as many defensive rebounds so you're getting putbacks of opponents so the Pacers have been doing some of that too where they'll play like T.J. Warren at center or T.J. Leaf, who doesn't even count as an NBA-level player. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's a ton of that stuff. That by the way, do you,
0: do you do think that you contributed to this value at some level? Because you, you were one of the most prominent people talking about how NBA teams off a layoff shoot worse. Like, all your first sure. quarter unders off of – the seven-day all-star break
2: layoff <laughs> Create my own value in a sense. No, I'm from, not saying you yeah. did it on purpose.
0: No, like I, know,
2: I know, I know. You're not that diabolical. And, he, and like, he's
1: waiting for the line to go up and then he's going to bomb those unders. <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. It's, it's, first it's like, I'm, okay, I bet I'm, I'm it. Being, I talk about I'm this being, narrative
1: yeah, I mentioned on the so, pr- podcast.
0: And no, then, I, I'm, being, I'm being serious right now because like they're like influencing markets, right? Like you are on the, probably the biggest, most influential network as it pertains to like mainstream sports, that mainstream sports narrative is changing a lot because more states are allowed to bet. Like the the demographic is changing. There's a world where you're influencing lines by your analysis.
2: Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. I mean, like I Doug Kazarian moves markets for sure, right? For, for sure, the live markets, I'm absolutely. He's, <laughs> he's he's banging those. I I would just say, Doug, if you listen
0: to this podcast, you know we love you, <laughs> but we make fun of you all the time Wait, do we, as we didn't, much as we Do we, we have Doug on? No, we've never
1: had Doug. on. I don't Doug. think we had.
0: Bur- oh, we had Alan on, Boston. We had Alan we Boston. Have a, on. We, have I a, that. we have a minimum
2: IQ threshold. Oh, gosh. <laughs> If he actually listens <laughs> to this
0: and gives me shit about it, I'll be so happy that he actually listened to it.
2: He might. There's a, I'll say it's still an underdog, but there's a chance you're getting a text no, tomorrow I'll, or the next I'll day. I feel like
0: no. I will take a rip on him and Matthew Barry all minus, the time on I will here. take your minus buddy. 200.
2: You're, you are I'll just tell him person. to listen to it if we're actually going to bet. So, no, so we don't need to do that's that. that. You can't but do you're, that. You're, you're, I, come I'm on, not there, going to do it. But your point, I thought his point was pretty good because maybe I'm contributing to some degree. But I think a lot of it is also a combination of the fact that in 2011, I believe it was, there was a lockout year and unders were a thing for the first few weeks once they returned. And the difference between that and say the all-star break now once it's eight nine days where these guys yeah, they aren't played playing exhibition games it's, yeah they just played exhibition games and practices before that yeah, the all-star no, 100, game 100 when they take that break they're not practicing yeah, but so days.
0: why do you, why do you think that the lines are so skewed then
2: i think they were just trying to get out ahead of we can't get crushed on these unders that are going to happen and the odds makers and and it's weird because generally you have like a lot of the offshores and international books that everyone in vegas will copy but I think some of the Vegas books were first to post these and everyone else has kind of copied, but because no one really knew what the situation was going to be two months later, no one yeah. was really betting into them much. So they you know just what's interesting though
0: is it's, it's partially probably the fact that like Vegas needs to drum up business, right? Like these offshore books, they like took a couple months off. They're like, we're just going to go sit in our beach in Costa Rica. <laughs> and no yeah. one's, we don't have a lot of overhead to deal with. Vegas is like, we need business, right?
1: I, I mean, Jeff, I don't know. I literally – I heard somebody from an offshore sports book tell me that they had more handle on – or they had as much handle as a typical Sunday night football game on, one, on um, a weekend of Madden Sims. So
2: That's wild.
1: That is just – that, that yeah. blew me away. Wait, from a Vegas casino? No, no, from uh, an offshore
0: uh, sports But that's what I'm saying, Rufus. Yeah. Like, the well, offshore Vegas casinos do don't have to like, yeah, they rush they to get back exactly. into it. Exactly. Yeah, we're saying the same thing. As always, we're violently agreeing, and you don't understand <laughs> that.
2: It'll be interesting where all these close. We take like the sample of these first games for each team, twelve games or eleven games, whatever it is. And and I'm I'm curious where they all close because I think as of this morning, we're well, still I, an average well, of over seven points lower. It depends
0: when we post this podcast, and it also depends on what happens tomorrow. So I was going like to I bet if that sure. if that pelican thing flies over, if yeah, it or the flies reverse. over. Those, all those things are going to rush up.
1: Let, yeah. let the record show I have my hand off. I'm waiting to be called on.
0: You um, need to do turn. the virtual hand on Zoom, Rufus. Oh, the shit. virtual hand. Okay. I only recognize virtual shit right now.
1: Well, Preston, I want to know how much you sort of are going to change. Well, how much um, you're thinking on this is going to adapt to just like a few games. Um, and like to how what the reactionary do you right? need like, to be? Yeah. Exactly. Like, w- are you going to say I was wrong or, you know, I mean, how, like... Are you doing this in sort of a way? I mean, obviously you're treating it in a in a Bayesian way, even if you're not mm-hmm. like saying so explicitly. But but like, how strong are your priors? I guess, and and what is your process of sort of updating your thinking on something like this?
2: So I, I think yeah, you definitely to be more aggressive with your adjustments you're making from game one to game two to game three. It'd be similar to say you doing college football. Your adjustments from a week one to a week two are going to be more drastic than week ten to week eleven, right? Just because you have so much built up behind. It the team or whatever else by week 10 so uh yeah it'll be very similar to that and i think books will have to do the same thing kind of getting to jeff's point where if, if these two games fly over tomorrow like even if lakers clippers flies over and lou williams is out for the clippers already i think shannon's probably going to be out mantras harrell's out like if, if it still goes over to 14 i think it's the current number now anthony davis is still questionable for the lakers but i mean yeah it'll definitely you'll see a reaction in the okay, market so one who's gonna wait who's gonna so, re- hold, on, hold on? is hold the market Shamit, gonna underreact or
1: overreact do you think if, if all the if all the games go over, do you think they'll set, they'll, they'll post it really freaking high, just anticipating that well, people? Or, the problem or is
0: they they started. They're some, all up um, already. Yeah. So they have to like oh, like you're gonna. I think Preston's point, which you should probably listen to, Rufus, was based on what they close at, right? Like he's going to look at what they close right. at. So. Sure, no,
2: I think Rufus's point is still fine, too, that like when the second game is played for these teams and they need to reopen one, how, are they going to go over the top with it, right? Like game two of the Jazz against a team that's not the Pelicans, they might over adjust that way. But they do have, I think it's 12 games up right now that have been sitting there for a while. Okay, they, I didn't realize they that. They can't reopen those, right? Like the market's just going to move until it finally finds resistance i mean
1: but you could at at some point you could literally just
0: move the line on on they're not gonna do that though like unless they really believe the cheetah is um omniscient omniscient (laughs) what's the Um, word there um, omniscient Omniscient. omniscient omnipotent okay so let's go um omnipresent so what what is the um what's the angle right now for baseball for you cheetah you've been betting baseball. I know you like reluctantly bet baseball. I know Rufus is not betting baseball right now. I,
1: I took the year off and it was, yeah, it was, a, I decided to take the year off before COVID happened. So
2: probably smart first three days. I was, I was good. Last two days I've been bad. So uh, it's Great. up near I, I, as a whole, I'm betting less per game, just by choice. I just wasn't sure if I wanted to, but jump you, you always are very, volume's a few questions for,
0: about, yeah. Jeff, yeah, you go so, first. Yeah, your volume has been higher. I've noticed that. Um, you bet a fair amount of totals, which okay. I think is interesting. Like, so if you
1: if Jeff, you do you bet, just get a feed of, of of Preston's plays? You like hacking? Uh, them? I mean, yeah, I
0: send I, him to Jeff. Sorry, I, <laughs> I book his bets, so I know what he's betting. So <laughs> that's
2: that's why he lives where he lives. Yeah, yeah,
0: I book his bets. So um, no notice. Uh, it's interesting though, because, um, his volume, your volume is definitely up from, I mean, I've only, you and I have only like, I've only tailed you or followed your picks probably for two years before this, right. In baseball, for baseball.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so this year your volume is definitely up. So there you, you've something that you're doing feels like there's inefficiencies, right. And where do you, have you noticed any kind of trend
2: or, no, no, there's no like trend or anything. I, I would say that it's a combination of me wanting to bet less per game just in general because I think there are a lot oh, so more you variables. lowered your
0: threshold. For yeah. Advantage. Okay.
2: Correct. correct. And then I'm kind of upping volume mm-hmm. to try to take advantage for that or or account for that potential variance one way or the other. Uh, that's just like to some degree. But and you guys know, and we've talked about it before, where I generally would only bet baseball, you know, till June, and then I just never really won after that, anyways. Mm-hmm. And me, so me neither.
1: Never had a win so, in July.
2: So I was like, if you know I need to try to get enough the games way, in, when it's a shortened you know, season, anyways. Like, hey, you I like, you know, it's you know, it's like a twenty-game pa- year. You know, it's, it's past April, June, right? It's
1: April right now. It's Jeff. you know, it's past it is, June. It's April. Yes. It's a very hot April.
0: Technically, the month is July right now. It's about to become August. It's probably just losers from the start. But so here's the that's, question: That's, that's
2: part it. of it. Yeah. Is
1: it. has it been like April baseball, where there's tends to be more value on on underdogs and um, and also what is the home field advantage been like? That's something that I'm extremely interested in. Did you? you I guess you you weren't.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, Ruviz hasn't been following, but you guys should – and Jeff, I didn't even message you when this happened, but maybe you noticed the first day of the full slate of games, which would have been Friday. I think there were 14 games. I woke up that morning, and these lines had been up for a couple of days, and someone had gone through and plastered the board on every road team. Two of them met resistance right away, but twelve road teams moved like pretty significantly, like ten to twenty cents, even higher in some cases. So and I was, question, and, wait, how, and, how was and,
1: it priced before that? Like, what would you, if you had to guess, what would you say the market was factoring in home field advantage before somebody hit hit all the road teams?
2: I think they were factoring it in as if it was the same, more pretty or close less. To the than same. Really? it okay. was internationally, like with a lot of hoops in baseball and soccer. There have people have been looking at it the last couple of months in home field has been generally similar fraction, less maybe, because there's no fans in the stands. And so baseball, like, someone went in there thinking, and I respect the hell out of whoever it was because I've had angles like that where I have no historical data and I just blindly bet them, right? Like, team total overs coming up here this weekend Mm -hmm. that could bury me. But he blasted all these road teams. He went 3-11. And And by the way, like, eight or nine of them, it moved back to where the number was or higher. So it moved against him after he bet them. And then the next day, he didn't do it again. Whoever it was, they they stopped. And maybe it was because they went three and eleven. But I think in general, it's been a similar presence as far as home field and the market as a well.
1: whole. I think baseball, though, is a different beast because, right? Like with basketball or hockey. Well, actually, hockey, you do have different rules for home and road with the with the like changes. But, but, Rufus, but, but you have different stadiums. You have different stadiums, and you have a different rule. You have. Um, different rules in terms of, um, or different stadium dimensions, but also, you know, home team bats last. So there are like substantive differences in the rules for home field. There's
0: been a lot of, there's been re- re- reasonable research about umpire bias, right, based on, and so theoretically you wouldn't have any of that. So in our sim, right, but right, which is what we... But, but umpire bias, I think is still like a But I'm just telling you, franchise. in our sim, which is what we base our stuff on, we reduce the umpire bias, so there's still home field, but it's like it's definitely reduced. So we don't have another way of like simming out that piece of it, right? This has always been the struggle about the home home versus away thing. Don't you make a guess? I mean, if I had to
1: guess, I'd, I would I say 80%. home field would still be seventy five percent, like of what it. So you would like just do an
0: adjustment after, like after you yeah. do your sim, you just do a, a like an adjustment. Yeah, I would. I would just. I, do I did
2: eighty percent, and I feel like it's low.
1: And across other sports, I mean, you look at home field advantage is typically strongest early in the games. Um, and that's, there's been a lot of psychological research done on familiarity and adjusting to a new environment. And, uh, and that's kind of implicated in home field advantage being stronger um, early in games because it takes people time to sort of acclimatize, um, to that. And it's also why home field advantage tends to be... Acclimate? Yeah, acclimatize, acclimatize. acclimatize. It also... Is it acclimatize is why a word? I liked it, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's just a longer version of Acclimate. <laughs> but it's also why home field advantage tends to be- Irregardless of that, Rufus, I mean, home field advantage tends to be less strong when teams have fewer played strong. a lot of games- Fewer strong, fewer um, strong. At that, at that particular stadium. So, I mean, like in division, I don't think I'm giving any away any secret here that the market sure, doesn't already yeah. know, but, but home field advantage is not as strong in division. Teams aren't traveling nearly as much. Yeah. Although, although if you have a team that's opening up a new stadium, Generally, home field advantage will probably be a little bit larger.
0: Uh, The Dodgers just hit a two-run homer. For that reason, you're probably happy. Edwin Rios.
2: These new extra inning rules are pretty fun. Did you you see they did uh, bottom 10th? They walked Bregman on purpose. To set up a double play ball and then they got the double play from Brantley because there's the guy starting. I don't even know if Rufus knows this. Starts with the they start with second. a guy on second base. Yeah. But
0: why why would not start Brantley, everybody with like
2: why wouldn't Brantley be certain bunting?
1: count too? They should
2: there was there was one out, so you wouldn't be because they struck out Altuve oh, first. Okay. It was basically a decision on do you prefer to pitch to Altuve or Bregman? They decided Altuve, they struck him out and then walked Bregman. Yeah.
0: That's
2: so just
1: smart. Cheetah, has there also been I mean, has it has there been value mostly on underdogs like there is most Aprils or like how is the market sort of pricing a, a
2: lot of the um, underdogs I've bet so far which i mean i haven't I, jeff was right i've bet more totals maybe just cuz i i trust that more in the sense that maybe my home field is off or on or i'm just trying to be a little more cautious but a lot of the underdogs i've bet have been like small dogs like the plus 109 through plus 1 actually i had pirates at plus 170 yesterday i guess so that was bigger I added Giants really late today. Got to 170. Um, that's about to lose probably. They're down four already. But uh, I, I guess yeah, it's been a mix. But um, for size, I'd have to look. But I, maybe maybe dogs are a little. No, we a little more like
0: we've bet we've bet a fair amount of dogs. We had that day that a bunch of those plus 200 dogs won. Get yeah, the we Giants, had,
2: the pi- Pirates.
0: Yeah, we had we had three of them, but Jeff- still managed to like lose a little bit that day. So how does that work? Do you think that is, do, are you on these big dogs
1: because do you think the market hasn't caught up or, or the market is pricing out players based on their true skill, but they're, I guess, not all there yet?
0: I mean, um, I, mean, I honestly, full I honestly training. feel like the market overprices favorites in baseball these days.
2: So did you know, Jeff, like what's especially early back.
0: on when, when, when there's a lot less on a lot less known for sure. Sure, I think it gets
2: it gets more uh, regular as the season progresses. But if you just go back like the last five years, a minus one hundred and eighty closing favorite is like a six point nine percent ROI. One one hundred and eighty or higher, like the favorites just just been crushing recently. Um, There's a lot I think they can attribute to that, but I think it is less of a thing in earlier months. And then there's the teams that are playing, you know, minor league level guys back, like the Orioles. No offense, hey, the the Orioles are. are Good and start one. for and, them. And yeah, good start.
1: They only have one, and they're going to remain good with only now. one loss. Oh, I thought they were like supposed to play the Marlins, but then
0: the Marlins season got. Yeah, yeah they
2: see. played the Yankees today, didn't they? What, what do you guys, guys think's going to happen? Penalty? Like with this, I, I think this the Mar- season's
0: going to get shut down. Wow, I really? One hundred percent disagree with you. I will take the hundred, the thousand dollars. I, 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 actually think I'm an underdog on our NFL season but I just don't. I think like that they will start on time. They may have to forfeit a bunch of games. <laughs> time but, but they start don't, on time they don't give a crap i bet they will start on time
2: books are smart re just a win percentage on this season win total versus how many games over under just because the marlins can now go you know 10 and 15 and you still have action versus having to play all the games because there are going to be a lot of teams that just don't play 60 but i think they'll try to finish the season
1: but wait was was it the win percentage thing on the ticket like however many weeks ago when they were booking these
2: Correct. They, it would, the over unders were no longer games, some places, or they gave you the option to do either or, but it would be like 34.16666% over under, which is like a 20.5 out of 60 or something.
1: Yeah. Well, personally, I have to say I'm excited about my Patriots' unders given that none of the Patriots appear to want to play this season. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I was so, like what, shit. The Cam sad Newton part signed with them. Yeah. They are they're they're bad now and then, yay, they don't have any linebackers.
2: Jeff and I were trying to talk each other into Cam Newton MVP and Patriots Super Bowl like a week ago. I I, I didn't end up doing anything with it, but uh I don't know. So Something... I did
0: take I did take a little bit of Patriots to win the win the conference, so we'll see. Nice. At plus money. No, it's not nice. They're like they're best they're best. They're probably like the they're Tom Brady on their defense just to decide he's not playing. But maybe that'll be the rallying cry for them.
2: Exactly, right? Yeah.
1: How, how many more players do you think are going to opt out? Like, what refraction? And do you think, I mean, if you're, if you're betting season win totals now, if you're looking to bet season win totals, how would you factor that in?
0: So here's the thing, Rufus. I think that I would almost take that there won't actually be a season. Like, I, I bet it either starts on time, and if it
2: doesn't start on time, it's because there's no season. Interesting. No middle ground then at all for NFL.
0: Not no middle ground, but it's because like so many pe- teams have been like, no players have been like, no, and they just can't. Cause there's no, there's no world where starting late actually like buys them anything. You know what I mean? So it's like Fair either point. it happens and it gets canceled midway through the season or they just can't do it or they just start on time. What about college football? I, you know, I think I'm an underdog to you in Pozzola, which just sucks. Which means you guys actually need me need to give me golf winners at some point.
1: <laughs> well, I, I gave you some golf winners just now, and then you like didn't even ask me a price and just fired blindly. Just fires the price. It was probably
0: but really it, bad. They're not. They're not golf. They're not actual golf winners if the prices aren't there anymore. Exactly. It's just like the funny part about it. All right, I'll go to like a paperhead site and see if there's anything there.
2: They're gonna. They're not gonna okay. offer you very good prices anyways, but.
0: Yeah, because because Rufus ruined There's the U.S. The golf market, market man. for the rest of us. You
2: man. know what I think is becoming a, a really good bet more and more as the guys supposedly are slowly not playing for the Clippers is the Clippers now. They're they're like as high as plus three fifty. What? Assuming you- Lou Williams is thing because he's going to be back from suspension in five or six days. Well, unless Beverly he needs to get wings, is there, Harold is to get there. Wings again. What if he needs to get wings again? There's a good chance. I actually heard from someone I will not mention. Uh, I had, had met briefly. Doug Kazarian. Two weeks ago. No. Uh, he said More he had the, apparently the Lou Williams like girls thing is a thing. Like he has multiple different girls all the time, and he was very concerned about whether or not he would be able to do a bubble for multiple months. And he lasted, you know, five six days, and then did the wings trip. Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting, but that, that could end up biting me. But uh, the Clippers, I still have as winning the NBA championship the most frequently, exactly twenty seven percent of the time, and it's been just climbing up slowly as the Lakers keep going down, and I don't understand it. So I like the Clippers uh, plus three forty one at Chris right now, plus three. What
0: what about what if Maury was ahead of look, the look curve? Look at this. He just gave you winners.
2: Hopefully, but well, Maury might have what you would get having people pick it up before.
0: Yeah, pick it up before. And then, like, what if Kawhi or... I hope he
2: listens to this, actually, because he cost me a bet. But if he was ahead of the curve, because theoretically we assume you can't get it a second time, right? I guess we don't actually know that. But was he ahead of the curve having Harden and Westbrook and Eric Gordon, all those guys play 30-plus minutes minutes, uh, each in scrimmages, and Eric Gordon hurts his ankle yesterday, the same one he had surgery on in November, and now he's out, and he's their third best player, most impactful player after Harden and Westbrook. And... Oh, he's out, so I don't know if that was ahead of the curve, but he may have been. With oh, with someone
0: sounds a little bit bitter.
2: I am. I have all this Rockets exposure, and Eric Gordon's playing up twenty four or whatever. Actually, Harden was playing up twenty four. Gordon had already gotten hurt yesterday, but I was frustrated. Yes, because the game before that, they played Harden thirty six of forty minutes in the in the ten minute quarter one, and it was just wild. So,
0: are you uh, more frustrated by? Um, are you more frustrated by Maury? Or by in Brad, we trust for resting all of his players
2: yesterday. Oh, I don't care about that. Like that's just going to happen sometimes where you take a shot and then seven guys get rested. But I'm more frustrated that D'Antoni supposedly waved Harden to come out in the fourth quarter with four or five minutes left and Harden waved him back off and had to win this exhibition game in scrimmage, which they ended up doing. This was the game prior to the Celtics. And, And then now Gordon gets hurt because they're all playing extra minutes and scrimmages. So hopefully he's fine, but not, I don't know, a hindering ankle for a guy that's a shooter, not a good sign. And they obviously shoot a lot of threes.
0: All right. So we had this conversation um, with this guy, Will apparently that I talked about, who's apparently an advantage player about the ethics of advantage play. What was your take on that? Tita as someone that I know that like is very big on utilizing information to gain an advantage. What was your take on like the whole conversation that we had?
2: I think my overall sentiment is, is more on the player side, right? Like if the book makes a mistake and you have the ability to take advantage of it, uh, I think it should stand in most cases. Like the, obviously the incident with uh, the the KBO, the uh, Korean baseball, it went the other way, right? The Nevada Gaming ruled with the house. I'm not sure that was necessarily the right ruling, but I understand why they did it because I haven't actually done that. I haven't gone that far myself where I'm, I'm betting mid-game on a line that's been up for five or six innings. Uh, but I will say something came up.
0: Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait stop, though. Okay. I know yeah. you have bet second halves when the second half has started already
2: that happens occasionally anyways. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's like intentional or not, but there are times when but a, you'll, you'll that, see a minute, minute and a half. So, and, but but you also and, don't know if it's just like a live line either. So in
0: your, in your mind, I mean, you it's know, you different. know what limits are. So in, no, no, in if your it's mind, it's different because you're not sure dollars. if they're doing that to just because they're like, they're so over Exposed on one, one side way. that they're trying to get money on the other side. No. Cause I remember there's a, there was like a college basketball game that you and I were talking about where this was the case where, and you and I were actually on opposite sides of this game where the line had gone so much that you were like, Oh, maybe they're just trying to get money on this
2: other side. It was the second half moving. You're saying
0: the second half had moved so much.
2: Got it. Yeah. And then they left it up. Started
0: and it it was still up. You're like, I can still get X.
2: And like you It might've been like, I I remember now, like a Duke total. I think it was. No, it wasn't a Duke total. It was like a,
0: I think it was, a, it was like a crappy
2: mid-major. So you, you may have got me then kind of well, – I mean, five to six innings is different than like a minute into a college basketball second half. Um, Preston, you're I an
1: awful end- human being. Why I is, also don't know this, if I bet it. A
2: I, I, I don't remember not if I actually being. bet it though or not. Jeff, we were discussing it, but I don't know if I ended up adding more or not. I think honest.
0: you did bet it. But okay. you never once in that conversation thought about the ethics of it. You were no. like, this line is still up. But like the, the is in this case, you did actually not – you did not know for sure. There was no moment in time where you're like, this is for sure a mistake.
2: Okay, right? so let me ask you, you were... this because this came up since your guys' podcast last week or was it the week prior. It came up a couple of days ago. And the night before, I predicted it might happen. But these NBA exhibition games, they played three of them. The first one was the exact rules of summer league every year. Four quarters, ten-minute right. quarters. And that night before, I'm messaging everyone I know that can help me get down, and I said, there's a very good chance I've seen oddsmakers do dumber things. They're going to open up these second games as if they're 10-minute quarters. They're not. They're 12-minute quarters. They're full games. And if they open them up as 10-minute quarters, the totals are going to be 180s, 190s, and we need to max bet over like, as much as we can right away now that's a mistake the game hadn't started so it's a little bit different in that sense where well, what is the five difference between games that's game? not a
1: careless mistake that's like literally them trying to set a line and and not and having doing some it incorrectly or doing it incorrectly versus how is that
0: the not a careless mistake that's a that's the it's a careless, of a mistake. careless mistake. the best but part i won't i won't above, say who
2: it was but there was one offshore that set the lines and everyone else copied within five minutes and which is also kind of a testament to where a lot of us hate that books won't like take a stance or do their own numbers one book finally did and then everyone else copied and then it was the incorrect line. And then most places like voided it after the games ended, they were kind of free rolling you anyway. But, uh, there were books that did pay for what it's worth. There were some that that honored it, but ultimately it was just that one book finally posted them. And there were only two games. It was the two morning games. They didn't do all six that day at one time, fortunately for them, but everyone just copied it. So it, it wasn't a careless mistake they're copying other people's numbers all the time, every day, every league correctly or incorrectly, but that just happens no matter what. So you see someone post it first, maybe you let it move for a minute or two after some opening, opening guys hit it and then you post it yourself. So that's always happening regardless. And no one thought to at any book thought to say, Oh, these should be different. And they just copied. So um, I, I bet i and some books paid. So I, I got paid on it, but uh, yeah, that was, that's a good one. That's kind of a gray area. I think that I'm not sure if you guys would feel one way or the other on it.
1: I mean honestly a lot would depend on the book and and like account longevity and all that stuff I mean cuz there's That's
0: not like that's not ethics. that's not ethics that's right That's a business practice
1: That's a bit yeah But honestly I'll I'll say this though ethically too if it I wouldn't bet it into a book that where I actually like the guys there would you know what I mean that's it? not yeah. but
0: like you keep you no that's not keeps like it's okay. just like a very interesting thing because that's a business decision. That's not no, an ethical decision. No, if, an ethical if I decision feel like what I, is what, so maybe this is like a, what's correct. right and what's wrong.
1: Okay. But so this obviously two wrongs don't make a right. But if, but uh, I mean, in a way, do if, in addition I feel like subtraction. an eye for an yeah. eye a little bit. If a book is fucking me over, then I'm going to,
0: you know, Ooh, if I have a chance Maul to legally
2: fuck them over.
0: Um, you remember Preston's Mormon. He doesn't swear.
2: I've sworn plenty. You could find texts that probably have swear words, but would did you swear that last time we were playing heads up? Oh no, that was pretty friendly. I just mean like when an actual game that I had real money on yeah. wasn't going my way.
1: Yeah. Wait, so question: What about something like a correlated parlay where if you were getting like a minus, you know, twenty eight on a football game with over forty two?
2: Is that I mean, people where, did where that, that for years, right? That was like pre my day, but like people did that all the time and then books stopped letting you do it because they got smarter. But, uh, but I mean, if someone like I haven't even, I haven't even shopped out to see if anyone lets you do it anymore. My assumption is no, but is that a mistake? Yeah. Books were just unaware. Somehow that that was minus E V for them to offer or allow people to advantage of it. And then they, they, you know, stopped doing it. I, I would have done it. I'm sure, you know, 15 years ago, if I was around still, uh, I can say that probably with confidence that I would have been doing correlated parlays to some degree. I was
1: betting those in 2008. I was finding, you know, like minus 11 and over 23 first halves and stuff like that. I mean, and, and I didn't think about the ethics about it, the ethics of it.
0: Hell, I mean, I had, it,
1: yeah. I've had so – I remember the, my first Super Bowl, I was trying to bet something like – under fumbles lost or, or it was it was a price where I was getting plus 130 on something that should have been like minus 140 and I try to bet uh-huh. it at, at Rio and they you know they reject my bet and move the line 60 cents to where it so should
2: have been more or less
1: basically yeah. and there were a, there were a few other bets with like you know 40 plus percent edges I, t- I I called a coworker of mine at Las Vegas Sports Consultants and he says here's what you do you go park it at Bill's, which is now um the Cromwell, and do the Harris loop. Basically go to like bet two hundred bucks a pop, hit like multiple ticket riders in each place, and basically just and then and then just loop the strip for every Harris property. And I guess am I I guess I'm quote evading I'm evading or getting around Signaling, circumventing yeah. posted limits, right? But I'm, but I felt like they did something wrong to me. And so I was like, I'm going to take advantage of their bad lines as much as I can. And I ended up getting like a few thousand dollars at a time when I had like a $15,000 bankroll on, uh, on each correlated
2: numbers. Nice.
1: Oh, it was, it was like under 54 and a half. No, these weren't correlated numbers. These were just bad numbers. Like under 54 oh, and a half longest stuff. Got you. completion for Kurt Warner and the Super Bowl or something.
0: All right, Rufus, your time is now golf this weekend. It's a, it's a world golf championship game. I mean, match, whatever it's called. It's like a big FedEx cup. It's yeah. a whole deal. Who Same should shoots. we be looking at right now? You said the two favorites, John Rom and McElroy, but probably you're not getting great value on either of them. You need actually plus 1000 or better on them. Is that right? I personally think there is, if you look around,
1: there is value to be had on both of them. I uh, you know, I think that they are far and away the number one numbers one and two golfers right now in the world. And um, and I actually have outrights on both of them. I, I make them both in the single digits, I'll I'll put it that way. Okay. So I wouldn't who, bet anything in the single digits um, on either of them, but if you can get like if you can get like a twelve to matter. one on Rory or an eleven to one or even plus ten fifty on Rom,
0: yeah. Okay. So what about the, the tournament rest will of have the tournament.
1: started? It, it will have started by the time.
0: No, I airs. bet, I bet if we text Matt, he'll get this up tonight. Okay. Okay. So like, give us, give us something like at least give Cheetah and I something to to root for. Tell um, us there's some golfer that's sick. That isn't. isn't do gonna... do you...
2: <laughs> We don't need that, but is there a golfer that's more under the radar? That's just generally undervalued in the matchup markets or anything. Maybe you've, changed the fact that they were undervalued now, but because there's so much more?
0: I, I gave um, him crap before the podcast that he literally can't give any value because he just controls too much of the world. I, I don't.
1: don't I wouldn't say that anymore. I mean, right now there's a lot of there, there's a okay, lot then, of other track actually, people betting golf. Then actually golf. give us some value. Um, on matchups, sure. Uh, I have to pull up my thing, but
0: um, that sounds very sexual.
1: It you know,
0: is this the Barracuda Championship?
1: No, 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 that's, that's the Modified Stableford that. event. That's it. an event where you it's, – it's, it's basically like a DraftKings scoring event, but they actually use that for the players. It's oh, like wow. two points. It's two points for a birdie and negative one point for a bogey and <laughs> negative three points for a double bogey. I it's, did not know that was a thing. It's weird because it should incentivize, based, it, it should incentivize players uh, getting birdies and basically being really aggressive. Like a worth five points. And so yeah. you would think, okay, go for the guys that like, tend to be high variance. But historically, those guys haven't necessarily like performed up to the level you'd expect, and, and huh. you had some sort of older guys that have won it. Um, I mean, last year you had Morikawa in it. But
2: oh, this is the FedEx St. Jude Invitational, then, right? Yeah.
1: But the Barracuda—it's it. interesting because it's like, how much do you factor in, like, like a guy like Jim Furyk who tends to be pretty consistent, right? I mean, he doesn't, um, or guys that basically are just hitting a lot of greens and not attacking pins as much. Are they gonna attack pins because that's what you know? Have they been just making this? Decision not to is a calculated decision, but, um, but now that they're incentivized to do it, will they do it? So I, I, f- I find
0: that one just
1: How long have
2: they been doing that? How many years? Or...
1: 2012. Oh, okay. I By
0: the just way, I know I you guys don't off. care about my betting, but just remembered or realized that I also had the plus one and a half on Houston in that game too. So
2: way to lose that game in over both ways. It's too bad they tied the game again in extras and had to go the more extras. You're going to see that happen a lot, I think. The plus one and a halves, the minus one and a halves, uh, I think you have to kind of price them differently because of the extras rule. Barely, barely. But the 8% or whatever that the game goes extras uh, definitely changes.
1: Okay. Um, I like Jason Day getting plus um, – he was plus 115, plus 110 in some places, I think, um, against Patrick
2: Reed.
0: What do you make,
1: though? Of-
2: Minus one oh one. I just took plus one sixteen. Thank you. There you
1: go. Um another one that has, that I like that's I mean I like ROM against JT. I don't know where that's priced at, but I know there's some price one twenty four there. Um yeah, I, I definitely like that there. Thank you. Um <laughs> Uh, let's see. You well, know what? what? about? I'll tell you. I, I just you found out. The biggest, okay. Okay. Go ahead. The most perceived value on the board is going to be Dustin Johnson, if you look
2: around. Oh, just because was a disaster.
1: Him. Well, right. He shot rounds of 80, 80, and like 79 his last three times out, and then withdrew with a back injury. And the question is, is like, it's he's played really well at this course historically. Is he how healthy is he?
2: And should he be plus 133 against Hatton? Probably no. not. Oh no, he right.
1: should. I have him ordinarily. Let's say, assuming these were just bad rounds, I would I would have him like is a marginal favorite against Hatton. So how do you adjust there? I don't know how to. I mean, you just do you just I, pass then? I, I pass. Okay. Uh, the thing is, with things like DFS, you can't really pass. I mean, you cannot play somebody, but by not playing, you're essentially Smaller taking percentage. a stand against them. Um, but it's I mean, it's one of those where it's like I don't know what I don't know how to treat that exactly. I think that if it gets high enough. I mean, uh, what, hey, what I want to do is
0: how, about, is... how about Rory against JT? Um, what price are you getting? 125 um,
1: I like it. I don't love it. It is value, in my opinion.
0: Anytime we can root against a guy that wears like a pink collared shirt to play golf. Sponsored by Roo. Polo. I don't
2: what care. About, what last one I'm going to ask is, uh, I did, I'm an awful friend, but I found out someone that I knew in high school pretty well as the caddy for Max Homa.
1: Ooh, Max Homa yeah. is also like, just seems like an awesome guy.
2: He's been, he does seem the last Tournament yeah, minus 150 versus Weisberger. Weisberger. Any good or too high?
1: Too high, like two cents away from being break even. though. I make that minus 140. Mm-hmm.
2: I'll shop around then elsewhere and try to yeah. get some action on Max. Cool. Uh, Wait, um, why,
0: why do you want to do that with Max Homa? What, what's the information you know?
2: No, I know info. although I have tried actually the last two events since I found out, because my buddy, his name is Joe Griner. He used to, play on the canadian uh tour and for a couple of years he just never was quite good enough to to make it apparently hopefully he's not listening but now he's caddying for max and uh yeah they've been doing a pretty good job recently so um anyways i'll search for max action i bet on last week just for the sake of betting um i don't even know what the price was maybe 80 to one but uh yeah i'll take a shot on this matchup
1: oh also uh if you can i think horschel against spieth i think that line's gone up a good amount but that's one that that i am on and liked and
2: minus 160
1: good i still like it minus 160 yeah cool i'm i'm definitely higher than most people uh, on
2: that so is it because you like harshal is it because you dislike spieth as a whole more recently or is this just like a one-off it's a combination
0: it's a combination of both of those also probably would
2: wear pink polo shirt on the finishing day so how how much is that worth to a matchup line jeff
1: at least 20 cents. Okay. 1.7 cents. I heard there was a study that there are, that golfers, somebody sent this to me, actually Jennings sent it to me, that there were, that some, that there are certain players Wait, that Peter golfers. Jennings? Yeah. yeah, the news reporter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, good.
1: Um, <laughs> I saw that. No, that there are certain um, players that um, people play worse with when they're paired
0: with them.
2: Mm, I saw that as well. I that was how
0: a, is that? Like, how is was Wait, Horschel minus 175, you think is still good value, huh? I wouldn't go no. at minus
2: 175. I, I had a 160. I don't think 175 is, bro. Is that just the nature of, going back to Rufus's point, is that just the nature of like uh, a distribution and having some guys that just coincidentally by randomness have guys that, that you know, play worse with them and there's other guys on the other tail that you just play better with just by the nature of randomness? Or is there something actually concrete there that might affect other players?
1: See, I mean, I would have thought it's like if there's any signal, it'd be so difficult to find just because it's going to be almost. I mean, there there is just going to be so much noise. And I haven't read this paper. I don't, so I don't know. I can't say whether it's legit or not. But I mean, intuitively though, it seems like there are guys that would be annoying to play with. I mean, guys like the t- <laughs> slow players, like, like Dijonbo De, like for or sure, or Bubba yeah. Watson, who just gets mad at like. And, and what about Cantlay? Like, Isn't Cantlay super slow? Yeah. Oh God. Can't like, do you watch him putt? Like he like, it's like taking a walk, like he'll goes up and down and up and down. It's like a a gazillion times before he putts.
2: They're potentially taking these other guys out of a rhythm that they're at least accustomed to playing in. Okay. that can make some sense there.
1: And I think if you're playing with your buddies, I don't know, guys that you just, that you like, keep you loose. Like Rom played with, um, with Ryan Palmer in the last round of the Memorial and he actually was paired with Ryan Palmer. They, They were a team in the team event, the Zurich classic. They actually won back in um, was it last year? Or Was either last year or the year before? So, I mean, that I'm sure those two guys were comfortable together. And like, I don't know if you saw after Rom hold out um, on on it was 16, I guess. Um, that chip, he like actually fist bumped uh, Ryan Palmer. You know, even though they were like,
0: oh, yeah, man. that was that was actually kind of nice. I like that. Yeah,
1: that yeah. that was that was an interesting. So, what is your you guys's opinion on on you know on that and just in general these zoomed in views where you're show they're showing a golfer in his pre shot routine and you can see every blade of grass.
0: Well, I mean, I think that the ball for sure moved. Oh yeah, I agree. So, and but, you were like all about being like the police to Finau, so just because that was slightly benefiting you at that moment. Well, I was the police to Rom too. I. Well, only because you out. were like, I had been a dipshit about this the day before. Now I need to actually do the same thing to these people, right? To the right, other but person. I mean, but
1: here's, I mean, my issue with all this, and I mean, obviously, they're going to show the shot of a leader. But like, I bet if you followed around Patrick Reed, and maybe I'm, I'm just going off his reputation. I don't know if this is actually the case. But like, you know, and you resumed it on every shot, like you're going to find a few times when the ball moves and he's, you know or any of these guys, I mean, but let me ask you I'm a sure some more than
2: others from someone that doesn't follow golf, but I saw what happened there. There, is there a crowd that thinks the ball didn't move?
1: I mean, apparently the rule now, like, and is that it has to move like two dimples or something like that. Um, oh wow! It has to move a certain amount. I believe huh. I didn't know. I kind of I asked the Twitter people like I was like, what is the rule? Because I literally don't understand. Because you have people telling me that you know it is a penalty, it isn't a penalty. I don't know. I think it's I think they, they told me the phenile one shouldn't have been because it kind of it oscillated. There's a difference between oscillating and <laughs> and
2: Wow. So that's that's man, as sick as these sweats are for golf anyway, especially if you're playing DFS, then to lose on like ball oscillation. I, that's, that's a little that's, weird. That's,
1: that's I, you know what? I, I took a stand. I gave, in, at least in my numbers, I gave Rom his strokes back. That was nice of you. <laughs>
0: well, that's for sure you should have done that. Yeah. I even All gave, right. um, you
1: know, I, 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 was, I decided to give Bryson DeChambeau one of his out-of-bounds balls back, too. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just be a nice guy to him. <laughs> on um, that, so, he, he got a 10 yeah. on a par 5. I was, you know.
0: So, Rufus, any outrights? Beyond the two favorites, and
1: yeah, then um, yeah, I like um, I like Ryan Palmer if you can get like I mean I got him at plus one seventy five somewhere I make him plus, 110, um, no, plus t- one ten. No, plus one ten thousand. Oh yeah, 11, sorry, 000. yeah, one hundred and ten to one, one seventy. I mean, don't bet him at one hundred and ten to one, but if you can get um, if you can get one hundred and fifty to one or better, that's definitely a good good bet. Um, I like Paul Casey um, coming off playing awful. If it, if you can get 75 to one or better,
0: I feel like Casey always
1: Making has 68 value. to one.
0: Why do you think Casey always has value? Um,
2: well, didn't way, value for this is like, this is
0: how much you rule the worldwide market on Chris right now. Ryan Palmer is plus plus eighty five fifty. Well, somebody bet him. I did not
1: bet him at Chris. I'll tell you that. So that was not me um but it's funny though how
0: the different market.
1: the markets no i mean it's funny how different those outright markets are though if you shop around they vary quite a bit like i think casey and had a, 50 i saw casey's 175 50, to one somewhere i saw 100 to one somewhere Ruben, casey's what? Casey is 52 plus 5200 well i i bet him there so that that was me that time sorry okay
0: good
2: to know um take a note
1: Good to know. Yeah, Marcus. Horschel, if you can get 50-1 to one or better. But that's – I mean, not a f- lot of places have that.
0: You kind of like Horschel this week, seems like. He does. Yeah,
1: I like Horschel a lot in general. He's been costing me money. Do
0: I have a talk, question. Have you talked to him about it? No. Uh, no I'm we, sorry. I'm I top, I can we we bet on I someone to be top Asian because I, I could be top Asian. Oh, <laughs> you I, bet that
1: I, I love the top Asians. I, I hit i hit last week – Um, Wait.
0: You hit Zhang. I hit Zhang. Jin Zhang yeah. Zhang. Yeah. How do you? I know. Jeff, I how know. do you pronounce it? I'm I'm butchering it. Zhang, probably. Jin, Jin Zhang Zhang? No, I mean the whole name. I haven't looked at the whole name.
1: X i n j u n
0: z h a n g. Xin. The X i n is not is not John. It's like it's like an S sound. Can you can you actually pronounce it for me? As I need to look at the Chinese character to know what it is. Like, I don't know based on, like, your white people languages.
2: (laughs) I have to ask one more question. because I want to give you – let's
1: do Top Asian, though.
2: Okay, hurry and do Top Asian. Then I have one more question.
1: Okay, it looks like – so I show current prices a 5% value at DraftKings on – because I just have the um, DraftKings number pulled up here with my numbers. Um, 5% value on Jazz, Jane, Watt, and Ann.
0: Oh, I I love that guy.
1: J- Jan Watanand.
0: Do you know what you know what country he's from?
1: Um, Thailand. Is he? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, good for you.
2: Nice. That's my favorite food.
1: Thailand. Thailand.
2: It's a delicious food. That's not a food. That's a country. <laughs> Thai, Thai food. If, if you can make the connection. Wait, what do you make?
0: What do you make him at? He, I can get him at plus fourteen hundred. No, I food? make him nineteen to one. No. Oh. Tell. I mean. Uh, Does Hideki Matsuyama even count as Asian at this point? He's been on, like, tour for so long. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, calling me you Asian. You're. I'm, like, barely Asian at this point. I mean, well, I grew you up You actually here. have to be, like, Asian citizenship.
1: I, oh. Because I, I said, so the other, what was it? It was, um, no, the work day. I would joke that I was, like, this tournament has an anti-Asian bias because all the Asians did awful. Like, byung Hyun On, Matsuyama, and then someone pointed out Morikawa made the cut. I'm like, no, he's American.
0: He is American. He's not listed under top what Asian. Did, Rufus, what did you make Horschel?
1: Um, what's my price? I make it 45 to 1.
2: Hmm. Can I ask my important question now? Yes, you may. Yes. My, my very last one, I know this is kind of getting long, but I've noticed because more people are posting golf on Twitter because for a while it was all anyone could bet – a lot of people were betting first round leader which i didn't even know was a thing but what i've also noticed is that there's a ton more variants of first round leader obviously only one round versus having playing four so do you attack first round versus full tournaments pretty regularly i found i
1: found like value on first round leader like twice in my life like it is really? it is a market do they just, with a crazy amount of overround well okay. right yeah there's crazy amount of big, but but there is so much more randomness too that by basic that there aren't really angles to exploit, and if you like a guy, um, I mean, there are much better ways to bet a guy if you like. it Exploit in the first
2: round. it, yeah. All right, like, that's
1: the first round
0: groups, the three balls. Um, I'm giving you guys the first round leader with zero science behind this. Please, I'll bet him okay. right now. I'll, I'll bet him too at thirty. I, I can't one, say I'll bet a lot. Dustin Johnson, because <laughs> it's so
2: counter that's, to what it, you. Yeah. You're
1: only getting. I, I bet it you could shop around and do a lot better.
2: I got mine. thirty-three right now. I'm gonna just take it for fun right now.
1: How much are you betting? Ten dollars? What's the uh, minimum?
2: I bet a hundred.
1: You really bet a hundred on it?
2: Thirty-three mm-hmm. to one Dustin Johnson, first round leader. Okay. Yes. It's and locked in.
0: You win thirty three hundred dollars. Oh, right.
2: I'll buy you dinner for once. We're going to Sizzler.
0: Okay, I'll tell you oh, I have my
1: price on it. Actually, I only make it forty-nine to one. Not nearly as bad as I thought. <laughs>
2: as bad of a bet as you thought well it's, it's only you, I mean, negative if, theoretically dustin johnson's like all the value right now if he's healthy which we don't That's know
1: what I'm saying true but if he was it's a good it, it's a good angle healthy, Jeff, why I like did he it. withdraw from the tournament last week with the back because injury
2: performing so poorly you want you want high variance injury?
0: for a talented player that can probably hold it In together one round one round yep. where he's super focused because he's been shitty and he just calls it a day and just goes and has wonderful moments with his janet gretzky daughter
1: I think if he's healthy, though, I mean, his upside is for the whole tournament. But I get, I get your point, though. If I want to bet Dustin, I want a high. I want to bet. I don't want to bet on his median. I want to bet on his upside.
2: Maybe some of both is okay too. So you're saying just get better value.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I would take him in the outright market before I would take him there. Huh. Let me see. What do I make? Here's him- your
2: outright number now? We got to find out.
1: Yeah, I got to see.
2: Because he's yeah. only like 18, 20, 20 to 1 in that range, I think. I
1: mean, okay, if that's it, then I wouldn't. Yeah, i make him 42 to 1 outright. I just assume there's some – I mean, is he, is he like basically Kepka category too where it's like no matter how much he sucks, people, the odds are still – It's just what it is. Yeah, just because the people are going to bet on him.
0: He's very talented. He's good at golf. Tiger, apparently. yeah. All right, guys. I think this is good for the night unless we want to play a, a Zoom poker game against each other just for the fun of it
2: we probably should we don't why have don't to we do that, that. Well, let's, on, on let's, recording though no. <laughs> you gotta I'm get down, um, i'm down Matt for poker whoever
0: all right I'll let's, do, one. Money to press let's do a um uh winner takes all three-way um like 300 hundred dollar entry fee that works I, okay all right. all right guys uh thanks for joining us as always cheetah it's amazing to see you and the next time we play one of these games maybe we'll get like five listeners into the game also yeah some wait, spots
1: wait. i want to i want to actually get some odds i think jeff and i should be getting odds from preston because it's like when you go out on the golf course and you play with your buddies I don't know, the
0: last time the are, i played head played heads up split i won the second game <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh thanks guys for joining us. And we'll
2: see you guys in a couple of system that break down the data, analytically driven. Media coverage sports gambling is pathetic. The bottom line is watered down, it seems like they don't get it. Puppet teaser, but the engine's running off a letter.